This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally, Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Hey, 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 business storytellers. How's everyone doing? Live streamers. Hey, this is a simulcast episode for the business storytelling show and also going live, the going live podcast. So you can catch it on both of those podcast channels. All right. So today I want to talk about using a live stream countdown timer. You know, those little countdown timers before you go live. They're on the screen. Nobody's talking. Nobody's doing anything. Sometimes you can see people in the background, but typically it's just a countdown. 30 seconds, 59 seconds, 90 seconds, three minutes. I don't know. 10 minutes seems crazy to me, but, and I'm not sure I've seen a 10 minute one, but um, definitely I've seen a five minute countdown timer. So not sure that that's necessary, but let's dive in. You can also read about this at christophtrap.com forward slash live stream hyphen countdown hyphen timer. Many live videos and live video podcasts do start with a live stream countdown timer, which, you know, certainly it's really just a clock or uh, counting down by the second. But are they needed? And if so, how do we create them? That's what I discuss today. First of all, why run a live stream countdown timer? There's really a couple of reasons here. The first one is that it gives the audience to show up, settle in, get the popcorn, be ready. You know, it is a reason, but when you first start, don't count on a gazillion people to tune in to your show. And even if you have a good number of people show up, you're not going to have a huge curve of participation. And if you do, awesome. I think it's great. But just something to keep in mind. I'm not sure that is the most important reason, but it can be a reason once you get that audience going. Okay. It also, this is the second reason, it also allows the producer and the host to make sure the show is actually triggered to all the networks it's supposed to go on. Now, I'm the first to admit that I don't literally check every network I'm streaming to, but I get notifications, right? I see it. When I stream to Amazon, I actually have to go to the Amazon app and go in there and say, please stream, pick up the stream from restream.io. So, you know, I do know that one and the other ones, I get notifications. That latter reason is especially important to me as a producer and host since it takes different amounts of time for the live stream to start on the various networks. I know many of us like everything to be equal, predictable, the same, whatever. 
But the reality is the different networks are out of our control and they pick up the live stream at a different rate. So for example, my impression is that Twitter usually picks it up first. I get that notification first. I think LinkedIn is probably next in there somewhere. Facebook, I get pretty quick. Maybe they're tied with Twitter. I'm not sure. YouTube, right around that time. Amazon Live, when I stream there, certainly that takes a little bit longer uh, because you have to push another button. Then it has to pick it up. Then it takes a second. So something to keep in mind. How long should a live stream countdown timer be? Good question. I personally would recommend under a minute for sure. Um, but I've also seen countdowns for over a minute. Personally, as a consumer, I find them to be too long when they're over a minute. The countdown for my podcast, this one, on the live stream, we're not live streaming today, this is audio only, is 30 seconds. And that seems to be just the right amount of time for me to check some things, to make sure it's working, to make sure everything is um, ready to go from a technology perspective and then start the show. Sometimes that comes, it goes and comes in no time, the 30 seconds, when uh, one network is not working or not. So then I have to make a decision. Do I have to start over? Do I just go without that network? The one thing I also do sometimes, if one network doesn't go, I just live stream in, parent, in quotation marks, live stream the recording immediately after. So I've done that before when something didn't actually trigger. That's an option you can consider. How to use a countdown in live streaming platforms. This is really the first option you have. Um, there's probably more options. People always come up with new things on how to do anything. Uh, but these are the two options that I have identified and have used before. The first one is live streaming platforms like the one I use, Restream. Pretty sure Switcher Studio has a countdown timer as well now. They have built-in countdowns. Restream has a bunch. Different music, different styles, different wording. You can't change anything on those templates, but they have a bunch of options available. So, you know, there you go. Um, doesn't take any extra work. All you really need to do is use Restream or another platform that has countdowns available. I'm pretty sure um, many of them now do. And done. So, and I think most of those are 59 seconds or under. So it seems like Restream does agree with my comment that we don't want to go too long. Uh, I somehow think that the YouTube premiere publication, so when you premiere a video at a certain time, that countdown is longer. Not, not sure how long, but I thought that was like a couple of minutes when I saw it the other day. So uh, if you think I'm wrong on that, if I remember it incorrectly, drop me a note. Let me know. Ctrap at gmail.com. Ctrap on Twitter. Christoph Trap on all the different networks. Feel free to connect. Just let me know where you heard me. All right. This is how I created my countdown. Uh, I'm a big, big fan of canva.com. Just go in there um, and basically create a new video project. Search for a 30-second countdown. And there's a ton of options that are available. So you can kind of optimize that and make it look somewhat unique to you. Just like using the built-in countdowns, there's always a chance that other people are using it too. And, you know, that chance always exists when we use stock art and 
build in things. So you have to kind of weigh that. And as long as nobody in your competitive market set uses the same one, it doesn't make any difference. Plus, I don't think anybody will go, oh my goodness, I can't work with this company because they use the same countdown timer as their competitor. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if we need to go that deep on this topic, honestly. So all you do, you do that in Canva, export it as a video file, import it into your streaming platform. I just leave my countdown timer in Restream. I don't take it out. It's just there. It's one of the assets. I think I got 10 assets I can upload for video files. So not a big deal. Works just fine. That leads me, leaves me, leads me to the question, should my countdown timer have music? So the default ones in Restream do indeed have music. Mine personally doesn't. If you want to use music or sound effect in your countdown timer, make sure you have the right to use it. So if you don't have the right to use it, YouTube will tag you for copyright infringement. Depending on what your business model is, that might be a big deal or it might not. Um, typically what YouTube does is when um, they found a copyright claim, they still allow you to run it, but you can't make any money off of ads. And whoever owns the copyright gets the money off the ads. So something to think about. Um, you know, If that's not your model, you might not care. But if it is, might uh, might not work too well for you. So as you can see and just heard, it's pretty easy to set up a countdown timer for your live show, whether you use the built-in one or create your own. A timer is way better than just hanging out on screen without saying anything because you're waiting for the show to be live. Every word needs to be live. Check it out. I am a fan of countdown timers. Use them 30 seconds. Get your show going. Good luck with your episodes. Share content that makes a difference, that matters, and that connects you to your audience. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win.